You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in PharmD Nation to episode number 28 of the PharmD Money Podcast. I am your host, Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. You know, I know a lot of listeners are aware and understand the value of employer retirement plans. Most people start working somewhere and one of the first things they have to do when they decide on which benefits their employer offers that they want to take advantage of is usually some sort of retirement savings plan, more commonly known as a 401k or 403b, depending on who your employer is. But there are other unique employer plans that employees can take advantage of that they're not as familiar with. And one of those is employee stock ownership plans or ESOPs. That is a type of plan where somebody can come in and actually buy the stock or be given the stock of the actual company they work for. And that stock sits in your employer retirement plan and grows. And the reason why it's a special type of plan is because of the unique tax planning opportunities it brings along with it when it comes time to take money out of the account. So on this podcast episode, I want to dive into ESOPs and the unique tax planning opportunities that come along with them when it comes time to distribute money out of the account, whether that's for retirement or a different reason. So to begin, like I mentioned before, the more traditional way to save for retirement is a typical retirement plan like a 401k or a 403b, which I know a lot of my listeners are familiar with right now where a 401k gets set up and you decide how much money you want to withhold from your paycheck every pay period to send that money into your 401k. And when that money gets into your 401k, you already have a pre-established set of investments inside that 401k that your money automatically gets distributed into. That could be mutual funds or ETFs or a combination of both. But that money gets split up however you want it to get split up, usually depending on your risk tolerance for a lot of people. And you start accumulating money in that 401k and that 403b in that way. And the performance or value of that 401k or 403b or any other employer retirement plan is completely dependent on how well those specific investments perform. And that is why it's usually a good idea to diversify when money goes into that. The other way that impacts the value of your account is how much you save each pay period into that account and if your employer offers a match. So what happens to a lot of people, specifically people who are getting close to retirement right now, is 35, 40 years ago, they were employed, they started taking advantage of their employer 401k or 403b or whatever other employer retirement plan they were offered at that time. They took a percentage of their pay, which for a lot of people is anywhere between 3 and 8% historically, and they distribute every pay period, that percentage of their paycheck into that retirement plan. And they usually had a set of investments inside that retirement plan that that money got distributed into. And over the course of a 35, 40 year period, 
that account grew and compounded on itself with all the additional contributions made into the plan. And it got to a point where it got big enough where people could retire and use that money to live off of along with other revenue sources they may have. So that was the traditional way to save for retirement. The other opportunity some employers give their employees is the chance to actually own their specific stock inside their retirement plan. And that's where ESOPs come in. An employee stock ownership plan, which is an ESOP, is an employee benefit plan that gives workers ownership interest in the company. Now, why is this important? I think there's a number of different reasons why this is beneficial for the employer and the employee. But one of the main reasons ESOPs are implemented is because it helps align the interests of the employees with those of the shareholders. So shareholders are all the other people outside of the organization or even inside of the organization that have an ownership share through stock purchases of that company. And if you're an employee and you also have ownership share inside your 401k through an ESOP, you also want to see the value of that stock increase and appreciate over time because as the price of that stock gets higher, it just means it's worth more. And because you own it, it means what you own is actually worth more and everybody knows why that's a good thing. So it focuses the employees on one, corporate performance. If you do really well at your job and your coworkers do really well at their job, the value of the corporation is going to grow. It's going to produce more revenue and that is going to make people want to purchase that stock from outside the organization, which is going to increase the share price because it's driving up demand because more people want to purchase it. So when employees are focused on corporate performance, it's usually good for the share price and it usually means appreciation for that share price over a long period of time which in the end is really good for those employees that own that company stock inside their retirement plan through the ESOP. So it focuses employees on corporate performance, which allows them to, in their own way, dictate the value of the shares they own inside their 401k and give them kind of control of the future value of their retirement account. So That's one of the biggest reasons why ESOPs are implemented is to help align the interests of employees with those other shareholders. Now, the unique tax planning opportunity that comes with ESOPs usually happens when an employee thinks about retiring or pulls the retirement trigger. And that is, what do you do with all that employer stock when you get to retirement and you have to start turning that stock into cash that you can use and live off of in retirement? Where Historically, when you contribute money to a traditional IRA, or not a traditional IRA, but a traditional 401k or 403b or other tax-deferred employer retirement plans, when you pull money out of those plans, all that money is treated as ordinary income at that time, which means that if you have a million dollars in your 401k and you get to retirement and you start withdrawing $50,000 a year off of that 401k in order to live off of, that $50,000 will be taxed as in the same way that your earnings from your job while you were working were taxed through ordinary income tax rates. The flip side to ordinary income tax rates usually are capital gain tax rates, which are taxed much more preferential, where if you're a married person right now and you're making $200,000 a year 
you and your spouse combined, you're probably sitting close. You're pro- the marginal tax rate you're going to find yourself in is the 24% marginal tax rate. So every dollar after that that you earn will be taxed at 24%. Where if you're in that same situation and you have a capital gain tax event, that capital gain rate you're going to pay tax on is at 15%. So capital gain tax rates are better because they're lower usually than ordinary income tax rates. So when you pull money out of your 401k to live off of in retirement, all that money gets taxed at the higher tax rate of ordinary income than capital gains. Where when you distribute money from an ESOP, it's treated a little bit differently. Where if you have a bunch of shares of your old employer's company inside your retirement plan and you pull those shares out in kind and then you sell those shares after they're out of that employer retirement plan, any appreciation over the years on those shares will be taxed as capital gains and not ordinary income, which in our previous example means that you could potentially save 9% in taxes on every dollar you withdraw. And if you have a substantial amount, like half a million, million, two million, three million dollars of worth inside that retirement plan or inside of that ESOP, that's a significant tax savings over the course of your retirement years. So that's why ESOPs provide a unique planning feature from a tax standpoint that traditional 401k and 403b and other traditional tax deferred employee retirement plans can offer. And that tax advantage that amount that gets taxed as capital gain in an ESOP is what they call net unrealized appreciation. So that's important and it's usually referred to as NUA. In net unrealized appreciation is the difference between the average cost basis of the shares of your employer's stock that you own inside your ESOP and the current market value of those shares at any day and time. So, for example, let's just say that you have 200 shares of your employer stock in your plan, and those shares right now are worth $80 a share. That means you have $16,000 worth of wealth inside that ESOP. 200 times 80 is 16,000. But let's just say that it costs you on average $1,000 to purchase those shares over the course of whatever time frame it took you to accumulate those. So it costs you a thousand, or it costs you two thousand dollars to purchase those shares. They're worth sixteen thousand. Sixteen thousand minus two thousand is fourteen thousand. That fourteen thousand dollar difference between what the shares are worth and what it costs you to purchase those shares over whatever time frame you're looking at is your net unrealized appreciation, and that amount is used to be taxed at those capital gain rates if you decide to sell those shares after you distribute them from your 401k in kind. So let's sum it up with an example to make it a little bit easier to understand that could hit home. If you have $200,000 in an employer stock plan, so you have employer stock worth $200,000 sitting in your ESOP, and let's just say the average cost basis of those shares is $25,000. So on average, it costs $25,000 to accumulate those shares in your ESOP. And it's worth right now $200,000, which means $200,000 minus $25,000, you have $175,000 of net unrealized appreciation within those shares currently. 
If you take a distribution of those shares in kind, meaning that you don't sell the shares while they're in your 401k right now, but instead you actually take ownership of those shares and pull them out of your 401k without actually selling those shares, you will be taxed 20, you will, that $25,000 of basis will be taxed as ordinary income in that year. So the cost basis of those shares inside your ESOP, once you pull those out, will be taxed in the year of distribution as ordinary income. So now you have $25,000, which is your cost basis, taxed to you as ordinary income when you pull those shares out of your 401k. But the benefit is now those shares are outside of your 401k. And if you immediately, immediately turn around and sell those shares on the open market, because again, they're worth $200,000, the other $175,000 of NUA, that net unrealized appreciation, can now be taxed at those more preferential long-term capital gain rates. Meaning your ordinary income, or we'll just say if your ordinary income marginal rate is 24% right now, that first 25,000 of basis when it gets pulled out will be taxed at that 24%, which would be $6,000 of taxes. The other 175,000 of the net unrealized appreciation will be taxed at those long-term capital gain rates, which is 15%. So 175 times 15% is 26,250, meaning your total tax bill based on that $200,000 you have of employer stock in your ESOP is going to be about $32,250. The alternative to that is, let's just say you want to roll the whole thing over into an IRA. And if you decide to do that, you give up the tax benefit of that net unrealized depreciation. But let's just say you want to do it anyway and you take your $200,000 of employee stock, sell it all while it's still in the 401k and roll all that cash over into an IRA. And then you want to distribute all that money out of your IRA. Well, like we already know, all the money coming out of an IRA gets taxed as ordinary income, which means your $200,000 is going to all be taxed at that marginal rate of 24% which is a tax, in our example, 24%, which is a tax set of $48,000 if you were to distribute all of that $200,000 in the marginal tax rate of 24%, which means the difference in taxation between taking advantage of that NUA opportunity or just rolling it all into an IRA and distributing it from there is a total tax savings of $15,750 Because remember, the NUA strategy had a total taxation of $32,250, where the just taking the money and putting it into an IRA and distributing it from there will cost the $48,000. So the difference between the $48,000 and the $32,250 is that $15,750 of tax savings in that year if it's all distributed within the year. The other important thing to note is your beneficiaries, if you were to pass away, any beneficiaries that take ownership of that stock while it's still in your 401k, have the opportunity to take advantage of the NUA just like you would have if you were still alive. So it's also a very tax efficient way to pass along assets of retirement savings to your heirs if it ever got to that point in your life. So just remember if you are taking advantage of an ESOP and it comes time to start distributing money out of that ESOP, just keep an eye on net unrealized appreciation within those shares and make sure that you go about taking distributions in a way where you can take advantage of that NUA if there's a big difference between your cost basis and the current value of those shares inside your ESOP. If you're looking for more information about the podcast, myself, or FarmDFP, feel free to visit the firm's website at farmdfp.com. Also, feel free to share and 
subscribe to the YouTube channel, FarmD Financial Planning, for more great insight. Email podcast at farmdfp.com with questions, topics, or ideas you'd like to hear more about. Finally, until next time, FarmD Nation, be well. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.